fuck what everybody else is doing. You have to do what you love doing and you have to embrace who you are, all your flaws and all. This life is yours, babies. (laughs) So live it up on today's episode called How to Accept Yourself. We're going to be talking about social media comparisons. We're going to be talking about beauty standards, finding what you, how to find what you like about yourself, as well as some mantras that you can say, some positive affirmations that you can say to learn how to love yourself and accept who you are as is. But before I continue, here's the intro. It's Avi, bitch. Welcome to the Avi Unfiltered Podcast with your fabulous, blunt, I'll never give a fuck host, Avishai L, national best-selling author of The Power of Why book, holistic health coach, certified raw food educator, and spiritual healer, teaching women, professional and entrepreneurial, how to get rid of stress through nutrition and lifestyle in 90 days, utilizing my six-step each stress away method. Now, if you heard holistic health and you think you're going to hear about blueberries and eat those sides and shit well you'll hear about that too but let's face it sesquiterpenes and vetiver essential oil and cedarwood or the anti-helicobacter and sulforaphane compounds and broccoli are not the only things that are going to help you deal with your shitty ass boss at work your stressful life and or underlying traumas so we are going to tackle it all you will be immersed in the mental physical emotional and spiritual aspects of life discover how to deal with personal interdependent and interpersonal relationships of all kinds let's make crazy look sane every fucking tuesday yay and throw them smoothies and green juices back one time Make sure you are subscribed to the Avi Unfiltered podcast and that you leave a five-star review if you love the podcast. All you got to do is go to Apple Podcasts. Make sure you have an iTunes username and password. It's very, very quick. Click on Avi Unfiltered. Go to ratings and reviews. Select your rating. Hopefully it's a five. And write your review down. And that's how you leave a review. If you want to know about any of my programs, you can always feel free to email me or click the link in my in the show notes, okay? <laughs> click the link in the show notes. If you want to take notes for any of my episodes, you're like, oh, this is good info, but I don't know where to write it. Definitely grab you some Avian Filter notebooks, supplementation, anything you need, whether that's, you know, vitamins, supplements, whatever you need. That's also up on my site. Always feel free to email me if you need any direction for that. So I first want to start off by giving you a little update because it ties really well in with this episode. So you guys have known my story and I've said it many times and I really don't care if people are tired of hearing it because it has been a loopy labyrinth that I've been going around whether that's you know trying to get a diagnosis trying to do blood tests trying to do all of this so my story you can view up on Dr. Morse's YouTube um, where he does confirm um, like I said he does confirm the cancer that I suspected that I had but it was even beyond that I didn't know according to him I had kidney failure as well um, and I was just in bad shape um, you can actually hear him talking about it and I'm actually going to be on his um, YouTube again he's going to be um, doing some other uh, other testing of his own he's a naturopath so look look out for that story as well but that's also in the show notes you can click the link in the show notes and um 
view my story, it starts at one hour and 28 minutes. And so my question to him was when I um, wrote in and he did my story on his YouTube was, did I have this? Because all the doctors were suspecting that I had mast cell leukemia, but the testing they did was so standardized and not what you would normally, you don't, they give everyone the same test. So I asked Dr. Morse that and he was, he just basically said, well, you know, like, duh, if you, you have to go and listen to it. Um, and then he said it again at the end. He said, well, cancer is a damaged cell. He said, that's exactly what I had. I had damaged cells. So I had way beyond even a cancer diagnosis. I had kidney failure, which I didn't know I had. So that was startling because with kidney failure, you can also die within days to weeks. Some people do. Um, and a lot of people don't live without dialysis. You know, so that was, um, I was, I was uh, amazed and shocked and had all different kinds of emotions. So I've been doing his herbs and tinctures and getting back to health. I've been eating all fruit and I've been doing so good. This is my third round of tinctures, but I've been way strict this round. Um, but what I wanted to say, so that was my, my little update for all of you. What I did want to say is that my body went through changes you know, a lot of times you think, oh, she's recovered. She's doing better. Your body goes through some changes. Let me tell you, um, I lost, if you hear my story on his YouTube, I lost skin and, and I never tell this story. And this is why my breasts are so sacred to me. I lost skin in between um, my breast area. And for a while, for a while that bothered me um, due to, I had cysts break out. Um, like I said, when, when this was going on, I suspected that I had cancer before because all this, this shit was going on, you know, with my body and I was tested and of course it came back normal. Cause you go to these stupid ass fucking doctors who don't really know their shit. And they're, they're all about the starter pack fucking tests. Like you see the starter pack people <laughs> online. You're like, oh yeah, they, they got the starter pack. Same with doctors. You know, it's, it's all about the starter pack. Okay. We do an x-ray. We do a CAT scan. We do, oh, came back normal. Like, no, that's not what you do. That's not the fucking testing that you fucking do. So those tests would come back normal. So I went through a period of time. I had to learn how to accept that. I never had any problems. And then due to the fact that my body had taken such a beating with kidney failure, liver damage, diabetes, lymphatic, whatever, it's basically I had everything wrong. And like I said, again, you can hear my story that has been dissected from a world-renowned naturopath. Um, Dr. Morse, you could hear all about my story, my history, everything. So my body took a beating. I lost certain elasticity in my breasts, um, due to that. And I never used to have that problem until my body got really sick because what's happening is when your cells are damaged, you know, there's not really a lot of elasticity there. So some of the tinctures have been helping with that. Um, I have never had surgery in my lifetime if I decide to have surgery for anything that's completely my business, if that's something I wasn't birthed with, like some people with breast cancer, they had a mastectomy. If I had that, I would obviously get surgery, you know, if that's up to the person. So me, I wasn't birthed, you know, with boobs without elasticity. So if I'm noticing certain areas that I want to correct, I will. But I have never had any corrective cosmetic surgery. I just found out what a BBL was. I will never have that done. 
Um, there's certain surgeries I didn't even know people had. <laughs> I've never had surgery in my life. It's all been healing with um, essential oils, fruits, tinctures, everything. Um, so I try to be as natural as possible. Sometimes I don't wear makeup. Sometimes I do. Um, so it, it's all about, you know, me doing what I feel best. I like to be unfiltered, you know, occasionally a filter here and there if I don't catch the lighting right or whatever, but I just like to um, do certain things. So that was an issue for me. Um, there have been certain times, so I had to learn to accept that. My eyebrow hairs started to thin due to me having all these issues. So I, you know, I cut them down. And actually, I, I fill them in now because I'm so used to cutting them um, because I was used to having thinner hair. Um, there was, there's been a lot of changes. But, you know, now I look at my body and those things don't bother me anymore. I'm like, you know what? I love seeing myself naked. I love looking at myself because, you know what? It makes me feel like a badass and a strong fucking woman that I was able to overcome that. So I see it as battle wounds, and I think it's absolutely fucking sexy now. You know, my surgery scars from endometriosis. I think everything is just sexy about me because it is imperfect. And so whoever gets to see this, you know, because I'm not someone who, you know, sleeps around or whatever. So I'm very selective, as you guys know, with my health and me not letting a lot of people in my body, especially being intuitive. I can tell you what's wrong with you. So I'm very picky as to who enters in, um, as I said in the last episode. I'm not afraid to show anything. I don't care if the lights are on, lights are off. I don't give a fuck. You know, I love my body as is. Um, and I think anyone who's a mature person, a mature man or whoever, a mature person is going to love it as well, you know, and keep that between the two of you because I think that's a clown and a pussy who shares um, you with other people. Unless they're saying something good, fine. But if it's like something bad, hell no. So I'm also picky about that too. I'm very private and I will really hurt somebody <laughs> should they do that. Let me just add that to fucking don't disrespect me like that, motherfucker. Anyway, that was a side note. So I'm very accepting of that. I love stretch marks. I absolutely, even though I'm really small, I took, oh, I took a picture on Instagram, right? And I'm in my bra and I'm drinking a smoothie and I, the bottom half of the picture, I drool over. I drool over. Even though I'm lean and I'm thin and I'm in the very low 120s, I'm almost out of the 120s. That's how small I am. Um, yeah, like in the teens. Um, and I eat, you know, it's just I eat healthy. There's this, I was sitting on my desk. It's basically a picture where I'm sitting on my desk. You could see like... You could basically kind of see my ass, but I didn't show that part on Instagram. I was like, ooh, I'm going to save that for me and whoever else is lucky enough to see it. Um, but you could see, you can obviously some of some of my, it's like that, you know, that part of your thigh, that's the bigger part. And then your ass, how they connect. Oh, my God. I drool over that on my own body. It's like that, um, that fatty part. Oh. Oh, my God. It would have knocked a fucking eye out if I put it on social media, but I didn't. Um, so on this episode, it's all about boosting your confidence. So if you hear me boosting myself up, I am because I think that's normal. I hate when women don't like when you boost yourself the fuck up. I'm like, stay far the fuck away from me. We can never be fucking friends. I love when people boost themselves up and say that they're the shit because you are. You should be able to do that. You know, I hate when people say... 
take it down a notch unless you're being a, a fuck up and you're you're picking on people but if you're being yourself don't no there's no taking it down any notches we don't take it down notches I actually had a client um who recently finished my program and she has so much self-love and confidence now she lost 60 pounds she went from 343 to 281 after five weeks she finished the program in four weeks but she kept continuing the process and she ended up losing 60 pounds and she looks it too she looks great she's getting that a more hourglass shape as well but she's eating healthy the most important thing is she's feeling better as well so it's just amazing to see that progress in my clients so I take what I've gone through and I help other people achieve success in their own lives because it's a little bit, I mean, you have to be selfish with yourself, but then it's like, okay, now do your purpose and see if you could help other people as well. So um, there's a lot of social media comparison and I'd have to be honest with you, when I was on social media, I did not compare myself in the way in which when I was overweight and going through kidney damage and liver damage and my body was just like not even digesting the food I was eating. It was just storing it like a nuts in a squirrel's mouth. Um, When I was going through that process, I would look at other people as motivation, but I never said, oh, my God, I hate that bitch. Look at her body. And this is what a lot of people do. They start to become envious and say, oh, that, look at that bitch. Look at, she's so fucking skinny. Look at, I'm never going to achieve a body like that. That's the wrong attitude. And you're going to keep attracting that, honestly. That's the wrong fucking attitude. What I did when I was that way, I said, you know what? I like her body, but you know what I did instead? I said, but that has nothing to do with me. I appreciate the fact that she looks the way she looks. She works hard for it. She's dedicated. You know, I had to go within and I started to take pictures of myself in the gym. That's what motivated me. That's what allowed me to see um, changes in my body. I was like, ooh, I don't care if it was an elbow. I'm like, ooh, your elbow is not as, you know, I was trying to lose weight. So I was like, ooh, that elbow is not as chunky as it was or, um, you know, oh, you're getting muscle in your arms. You know what I'm saying? This is, like I said, I'm not body shaming anybody. I'm talking about my own self. We need to stop being, like, so overboard with certain things. This is not what I'm portraying here. Um, I work with clients of all sizes, and I've been all sizes. I didn't have to be 400 or 500 pounds to share my story. I was heavily overweight, though, which was too much on my body, period. Um So I would notice muscles or I would notice a quad and I would just magnify that. And so what I started to do was I was like, okay, let me get a new pair of clothes. Let me change my gym style of clothing. And then I started to wear stuff that really flattered my body. Um, Then I started noticing my stomach was flat. And then I would keep making goals that way. But in the process, I was also doing some... um, you know, doing some inner healing work, you know, going for walks, journaling, um, treating myself with kindness, really meditating, being with nature, being with the animals, allowing myself to feel, you know, if I went through, if I had a bad day, allowing myself to really feel what I was going through and telling myself you're, you're here, you're in the present, you know, 
diff- there was different healing. I'm not saying all of the healing that I went through was pretty because it wasn't. There was some crying. There was some, am I going to die? Am I going to lose my mind? There were some parts, you know, that I really had to deal with that I won't really go into too, too much detail, but just know that it's not pretty when you're going through a healing process. And once I kept dealing with that and kept honing in on my nutrition, you know, you have to work at it. You have to work at it. A lot of times people are overweight and people love to eat. Even if you're not overweight, if you're just binge eating or you're addicted to food, it's a traumatic experience you went through. It's something that you're trying to fill. It's an emotional void you're trying to fill. And a lot of times, you know, if you're an insecure person due to what has happened to you when you were younger or happened to you when you were older, it depends on what you went through. Um, you're going to envy other people. Some people don't, you know, I've been through a lot of shit and I've never been an envious person. I hate envious people. I absolutely hate envious people. I hate them. I think they're the scum of the fucking earth because those kind of people always think you owe them something. I'm like, bitches, motherfuckers, I don't owe you shit. I don't owe you shit. You can't, people like that will use you as a means to not heal. I'll say that again. People who are jealous will use you as a means to not heal. They're projecting their trash. Again, episode 102. Feel free to just binge watch. Now, this is healthy food for you to eat. You could always binge on these episodes. Um, So... I've never been like, I've never been like that. I've never saw anything. And let me tell you why. I always were, I always was around, you know, pretty friends. I always had pretty cousins. I always had pretty um, people that I surrounded myself with. I was around super talented people. I mean, being a violinist, you're around fucking talent, period. So being jealous in that kind of field is going to keep you stuck. You're going to sabotage yourself. I used to ask people, what did you do? How did you get, how do you practice? How do you like to practice? I tried to connect with people. When it came to singing, you know, I I did certain things. You know, I've always been in, around music. I've always been around talented people. Like I said, I always had pretty friends. We would vote each other, even though I didn't go to homecoming. My friends wanted to vote me for homecoming queen. Like, these are the type of friends I had. So I'm not used to this new society where it's like, yeah, she has everything that I want. Like, I'm not, it's funny that it's happening in adulthood. And it has never happened when I was in high school or, like, middle school. It was, it's so weird as adults. I'm like, is, is, is society going downhill? <laughs> it's so weird. And it's not only women, it's like men too. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, come on, y'all are supposed to be supportive of women, you know, and even women too. Like, we're supposed to be lifting each other up, but okay. Nowadays, it's like, if you have a talent, it's like, they're not supposed to be talented. It makes me feel insecure. I love seeing talented women. I absolutely do. Because I think there's room for everybody. You know, there's a bunch of health coaches. I don't give a fuck. I do my own thing. I don't even look at other people. I don't care what they're doing because it comes from me. No one can teach my clients how I can teach my clients. You know, even singing. A lot of people, they sing a certain way in society. You know, I'm more rustic. I'm more like the Janis Joplin, Crystal Bowersox, 
Who else is there? Um, who else is there? You know, Shaka Khan, where they belt. I grew up with that kind of singing. I didn't grow up with this ethereal type singing that people do now, but it's popular. I still don't want to sing like that. I, I, have, I could sing different ways. I still don't want to sing like that. Same with violin. There's a bunch of people who, who play 440 hertz music. I tune my A to a different tune that I know will heal the body. Do shit different. <laughs> do different shit. <laughs> There's a bunch of people who do planners and journals. They're not going to do it like you. You could have a floral design. Someone else is going to have zigzags. It's fucking different. It's okay. It's okay. Do the shit that you want to do. It's fine. It's totally fine. Just accept it as is. So um, you can also watch some of my comparison episodes, um, Heat and Haters, and um, what is it? Com the competence one. The comp being in competition, it means you're incompetent. That episode, go look for that one, okay? Okay, so beauty standards as well. So nowadays, there's, I don't even know the standard of beauty. Nowadays, you can't even have your own face. Like I remember when, you know, back in the day, you were able to have your own face and you didn't have to explain that you didn't have surgery, Nowadays, people see my shape and it's like, oh, it's photoshopped. Your face is edited. Like, no. My face is smooth. I have thick lips. I have high cheekbones. My hair is real. It's long. I have a fat ass. I've had a fat ass from birth. Okay. My waist is small. It's naturally that way. I went through a transformation, like I fucking said, Due to me eating healthy, I've never had surgery in my life. I've never done anything with my skin. I don't use filters nowadays. Now, when I was going through my own shit, when I didn't feel, like, super comfortable, I used heavy filters, but I don't hate on people who use filters. Sometimes you don't feel like fixing the fucking light, and you're just like, let me just put a filter on it. You know, it doesn't mean that it's nobody's business, basically is what I'm saying. It's like it's nobody's business what you're doing. But anyway, so there's a certain beauty standard. A lot of people want the hourglass shape. They want the thick lips, the full lips. When they see someone with the whole package, and I don't care if this sounds like I'm bragging because it's truth, and people will tell you on my TikTok, my TikTok where I do spiritual readings, intuitive readings, and I talk about stress and nutrition and lifestyle spirituality and all that, people will comment and say, these people are so jealous of you. When you come with the whole package and you're super powerful, it irritates people. They don't know how to take you. They're, do, they're used to basic bitchy society. And when you're not a basic bitch, they don't know how to fucking deal with you. Period. Do not watch this episode if you don't like yourself and you hate that other people like themselves, okay? Because it's going to trigger the fuck out of you, okay? So bye. Um... So yeah, so there's different there's beauty standards. What I want you to do is just accept yourself as is. You know, um don't focus on what a beauty standard set your own standard of beauty and this is where that self-love really comes in. Finding what you like about yourself is super duper important. It's super duper important. A lot of people think self-love is like, "Oh, saying, "Oh, I love myself. I love myself so much." That's not what self-love is. 
Self-love is when you wake up and you feel so peaceful. Self-love is when you care for yourself because that's what you innately do. Self-love is when you put yourself first because you want to replenish yourself. Self-love is going through that murky, sometimes murky, dark healing process so you can discover why you lack self-love. You know, if you'd love to sign up for my Stress-Free Me membership, I'm actually doing um, a month where I talk about that, self-love and boundaries. This is also in my 12-week Eat Stress Away program. I have a whole module on self-love and boundaries. It all depends on your budget. Self-love is also investing in yourself. You have to invest in yourself. Sometimes, see, sometimes when you've been in traumatic situations and people have put you down and made you feel guilty, you feel like you don't deserve to invest in yourself. You start to feel guilty. You start to feel like you're being selfish. You start to feel panicky and worried. Oh, my God, I just spent so much funds on myself. That was so selfish of me. There's children who are hungry. There's other people who are, you know, all these thoughts start to come. It's like, listen, when you're highly sensitive, highly intuitive and empathic, those thoughts come. But it's like you can't help everybody until you help yourself. So when you put yourself first, you are doing a service. You know, by putting yourself first and going within and healing yourself, you're raising the vibration in the universe. You're raising, you're doing something for somebody because you're passing that energy along to whoever wants to feel it. You know, people are susceptible to frequencies and vibrations. They're susceptible to certain energies. So don't ever think that when you're doing something that you're being, for yourself, you're being selfish. But you know what? You are being selfish, to be selfless. It's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to get your hair done. It's okay to get your nails done. It's okay to say, you know what? I want to work three days a week and I want to read a book for two hours. That's okay to do. If that's what you need to function properly, there is no standard. There is no societal standard as to how you love yourself, you know, but love is also Patient, kind, loving. Love is a frequency. It's a vibration. I'm actually probably, and I'll see if she wants to come on. I'm going to have a special guest, you know, share uh, her definition of love very soon because it was very insightful. So I'm going to save that piece for for them when they want to come on. But you have to really find what you like about yourself that's going to make you want to get up and go every single day are you the best cook um are you the best singer are you the best crystal maker are you the best nail tech what makes you feel like the best and only focus on that and then let me tell you you're gonna see just how beautiful you are you know the bible the biblio the helios biblios or biblios helios whatever way it goes you know talks about He'll beautify the meek with salvation. See, when you when you find yourself love, you're saving yourself. I don't mean that churchy salvation that, you know, people preach these days in, in the churches. I don't mean like that, the way they think of it, you know, and no hate to them. I'm just saying that's not what I'm saying. Um, 
I'm saying you sometimes you need to save yourself from your lower self. That's what salvation is. Like I said, I'm not a Christian. I don't proclaim a religion. This is, you know, I read different books. It's spiritual. Spirit is breath. It's literally the breast, the breast, the breath you breathe. Okay. So some of you actually need Malachi and you need to put that in your bra near your breast. That's why I said that too. For more abundance in your life, more health. Health and wealth, too. I'm seeing bronchial. I keep hearing bronchial. Bron I don't know, bronchitis. Um, some of you may have, I keep sensing that. Someone with breast cancer, you think you have breast cancer, you need to change your diet. Reach out to me, okay, so I can, you know, help you with, with doctors or whatever. Um, so it's it helps you. Self-love helps you save you from yourself from the murky ethers, from your lower self, from that lower self that wants to keep reminding you of what happened and how you should be in darkness and how you should just feel low about yourself. No, 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 no. You find something that you like about yourself. Fuck what your dad said. Fuck what your mom said. Fuck what your aunt said. Fuck what your uncle said. Fuck what your sister, your brother, your cousin, your dog, your friend, your teacher, your coach, your whoever the fuck impacted you negatively. It's not up to them. You are not on this earth to live up to their standard. They don't even have a standard for themselves. These are probably fucking narcissists who want to project onto you a standard they haven't even reached. Have you ever met someone who didn't do shit in their life? And you're super talented and they say, you know, that didn't sound right. Like, motherfucker, what are you doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? I want to know. Because last time I checked, you didn't do a damn thing with your life. But they want to tell you how to live yours. And because you lack self-love, you're still looking for approval. You have to approve yourself. Oh, my God. Let me tell you a story. I remember once I graduated college, right, and I went to I went to pursue a career teaching music education, just thought I was on top of the world. It was my dream job. I was making forty six thousand. So I was getting paid like what thousand twelve hundred every two weeks. And I was single. So I was like, shit, that's good. So I was getting twenty four hundred like a month. And then I was going to go for educational leadership for my master's. And I was going to get like fifty two thousand per year. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep going up and up and up. Um, and then I lost, you know, that job didn't pan out, ended up having to sue the school, you know, and I won the case. So that was good. But then after that, I was like, I wasn't used to working for myself. You know, although I was an entrepreneur while I was going to school, I still had some structure, though. So once I left school and I'm used to getting approval by teachers, you know, oh, you get an A because you did this. Oh, you get a B because you did this. Oh, you need help with this, you know. Um, or observations from teachers in the school. Actually, they never did my observations. The administration was scared of me. <laughs> I'm not joking. They were scared of my energy. That's actually funny because someone on TikTok said, these, you have haters, they're scared of your power. Like, even then, I was very powerful. When you're called out, when you're chosen, you're going to go through some shit, let me tell you. So if you ever went through some shit, just know that you're chosen. Someone said, what does called out mean? It means when you have been called out for a divine purpose, a huge purpose. Now, everyone has a purpose on this earth, but some people's purpose is very huge. And that's why you go through a lot of shit. You know, that's why you go through a lot of turmoil in your life. That's why people pick at you. That's why when you go to a store, they don't notice Becky Two Socks and um, 
I don't know, Stucky Two-Faced in aisle six. They notice you, the chosen one, in aisle nine brightening up people's lives and they fucking hate it, you know? So you're going to be noticed. You're going to be noticed. You're going to be picked at because people don't understand your energy, but who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? No one gives a fuck. You got to stop those motherfuckers like an elephant. You got to embody. Remember, animals are here. Animals are here so you can embody their power. Okay? I'll never forget 10 men. And I'm, I'm going to get right back on. But I, I, this is the re- direction I'm going. Even though Escadilla was an evil bitch, an evil cunt bitch on 10 men, remember she had those animals on her um, armor and she let them fly? Because she had the power of a, of a whatever. Let's just say the animal is a hawk. She had the power of a hawk, the power of an eagle. You need to observe animals sometimes and watch how they respond to their enemies. Even if the enemy is their self. But you notice, do you notice? Animals don't really fight with themselves. In fact... Animals don't fight within themselves. They fight with other pe- with others. That might mean something to someone. I just had to say that. Just notice that. You know, this is why in astrology, there's an animal for each sign. You have to start embodying, you know, these creatures, these divine creatures. And this is why I keep saying, this is why Archangel Michael, Archangel Hamaliel, Archangel, I'm sorry, Archangel Gamaliel keeps telling people you need to stop eating animals. And especially during cancer season, I don't know what this has to do with anything, but I'm just the messenger. They say to not eat crabs and not eat seafood during cancer season, especially. This is what I'm getting. And I cannot reveal why. They are not letting me do that. They're just trying to test you and see who's actually going to listen to this. You're going to see the consequences if you do continue to do that. But you really, you have to know exactly who you are. Exactly who you are. Don't let anybody tell you who you are. You have to accept yourself as is. So that is what self-love is. It's not feeling nervous. It's not feeling like you you owe somebody something. It's not feeling like... Um, you it's not feeling that turmoil it's focusing on the positivity within yourself it's forgiving yourself it's not listening to that negative voice it's listening to your own voice so anyways back to what I was saying once I got out of school I was like oh my god how do I know that I'm actually doing the correct thing how do I know I'm on the correct path and you know what I started to set my own standard I started to consult with my spirit and say you know what I'm happy with this And then you also know what I started doing? I stopped being perfect, and I start doing things imperfectly. Like I said, people will compliment my Instagram now and be like, oh, my God, everything looks so put together. When I first started Instagram, I had different quotes, different colors. I didn't give a fuck. And still got clients. I didn't care. I would go in there. I I made a YouTube channel. My first YouTube channel ever that's deleted completely got so many views. I'm starting all over with YouTube now. It used to get so many views on my other YouTube channel, which I completely got rid of. But, you know, my lighting was terrible. And I was going through kidney and liver damage. I looked fucking gray. But people liked the content that I was doing. And you know why? 
when you pour love into something, it doesn't matter if it's perfect or not. Let me tell you. People who go higher in life, they don't care. You can't do things. Sometimes you can't do things um, perfectly. You know, and my health being so poor um, in the past, mainly in the past, more so in the past, I will say, um, taught me that things don't have to be perfect. Sometimes you have to do your best. And that's what I did. Same with the podcast. I didn't have all this expensive equipment right out the gate for my podcast, but I knew I wanted to get something out. And it went to be top 200 at Canada, top tw- number 25 at India. It was on the charts at Ghana. You know, it was on, um, it was like uh, top 300 and something for um, United States, what corporation, you know, which I thought was pretty good since I have no team. I produced my show myself. That was pretty good. It was global for health and fitness. This is just me wanting to do stuff. So there was, there's no, you know, so once I got out of school, I was like, oh, there's no teacher. There's no professor telling me anything. You know, I wasn't taught how to market, you know, and when I did join marketing people and, you know, a close relative to me was like, don't do it. And I did it anyway. You know, they started to be jealous because sometimes when you're doubting yourself or when you're unsure of yourself or when you need direction or whatever, because I was sick at the time. So I was like, maybe I need to reach out to someone. Mm -mm, Wrong idea. But it taught me to continuously trust myself and never get myself involved in that again. Had I not learned that lesson, I probably would have paid for a marketing person and all this bullshit. No one taught me how to get on TikTok and do readings and get clients. No one ever said that in marketing. The way they taught me is the way I did it, and I failed. It failed. I didn't get clients doing it that way. I got clients doing what Yeshua, creator, spirit, angels, my spirit guides, my ancestors, uh, whoever, ascended masters, whatever people want to call it, woke me up and told me what to do. Woke me up out of my sleep. You could ask, you could ask one of my very close relatives. For hours, I was channeling a bunch of fucking messages, a bunch of messages. They would not let me sleep and told me who I was, told me exactly who I was. Although I knew from birth, From when I was younger, because like I said, I always had visions. They told me who I was. The minute I started actually doing my purpose, which is being a spiritual reader, whatever people want to call it. Some people call it being a medium, being a prophetess, whatever, seeing visions. Once I started doing that, that's when I started to attract clients. Why? Because I'm on my navigation. This is why astrology is so important, which I also teach now. This is why it's so important to know who you are, because when you know who you are and you follow your spirit, these people who are these fleshly beings on the plane of soul cannot tell you what the fuck to do with your life and how to do it. These fleshly beings, these beggarly elements become obsolete when it comes to creator, spirit and angels Touch not mine anointed, do my prophets no harm. See, I, like I said, I read different books, whether it's the Kabbalion, whether it's the Holy Quran, K-O-R-A-N, whether it's the um, Circle 7 Quran, I mean, whether it's uh, the Alchemist, whether it's the Biblios Helios, whether it's astrology, whether it's Zodiac Constitution, all these books, I read them. 
I feel like my Aunt Deborah right now. Oh, she was very firm and passionate. And I'm, I'm, this is not me talking right now. She's very firm and passionate. And people didn't understand that. But she had power behind everything she did and said. So I'm coming to you with that same energy, and I'm going to tell you, stop giving a fuck about people who have negative things to say to you. You keep your motherfucking power. And you watch them. You watch them get their karma that they justly deserve for putting their mouths on who they shouldn't. If you, there's a caveat, if you have been blameless and harmless in the sight of creator, spirit, and angels, then you rest assured, I don't care how it looks like, I don't care how it looks like to the public, those people are going to get their karma. It may not be today, may not be tomorrow, but it'll sneak up on them. I just heard Creator, Spirit, and Angel said, in a twinkling of an eye, in a blink of an eye. And I heard eye for an eye. The mantras you want to say is, I am that I am. I am that I am. I say what I see, E-Y-E. So you have to be in tune with what you see. Write down how you feel, what you see. Write down your vision. Stop looking at other people's visions. Fuck their vision. That's not your vision. They're not on your navigation. Start saying, I love myself. I'm meant to be here. I'm going to take up space. I'm going to do what I'm here to do. I'm going to say what I'm here to say. And that's it. That's all I have. That's all I have for this episode. I hope that this helps you, Loverly Peacefuls. Much love to all those who receive. If you'd like to write down more positive affirmations, those can be found in my planners and journals. Remember to hold your head up high. Don't get into that lower vibration. When it does come, refocus your attention. Do something. Journal. Do a workout. Do an exercise. Eat healthy. Eat an orange. Eat berries. Eat food that's going to uplift you and not contribute to mental health decline. Eating poorly contributes to mental health decline. Some of you eat a lot of oily foods, a lot of fried foods rich in acrylamides. Some of you have gotten the vaccine. You need to do a detox. You need to do a cleanse. Because there are heavy metals in that that also contributes to mental health decline. This is what spirit is saying. So you, you, you're going to be fighting yourself on this. The vaccine is not good. I don't give a fuck who says it. I don't give a fuck how holy you are and you're still promoting fucking vaccines. They're still fucking unhealthy. There's been research on that, episode 125. And I've had them and I barely made it out, okay? So I can very, I very well know the effects of those vaccines. They're horrendous. They are not from the creator. They are from the pits of the lower self. The pits of the lower self. For every higher self, there's a lower self. For every good, there's an evil. You have to choose your happy. Choose ye this day your happy. Choose who you're going to serve. Are you going to serve the higher self or the lower self? Are you going to become a slave to the higher self or the, or the lower self? What are you going to do? It's up to you. So have an unfiltered day, and I will see you next week.